1: Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. 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 Ah, here we go. Armed American Radio's second
0: hour, Armed American Radio's Daily Defense in these six-hour studios now on the Fort Worth Armory Platinum Microphone. And it is a platinum microphone, and it's all being brought to you today and every day by the great X-Insurance. Greg over in Dallas, Tejas, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. So fun hour with Lee, the gun writer, Williams. I I like getting his perspective as former law enforcement, who is no fan of the ATF and former military. His perspective on a lot of these things that we talk about going down with the ATF right now is very valuable to me personally and to you listeners. And I hope you enjoyed listening to Lee. If you missed it, we'll have the podcast up for you after this hour. It generally goes up by about 11 minutes after the hour. This hour in the next hour, I should say, regardless of what time you are in and what time you are picking up the show on a radio station near you. But listen to it. Give give it a listen. You're going to want to hear Lee's take on the shenanigans going on over at the ATF. Suffice to say, Greg, I'm, I'm happy to report that there have now been three very strong injunctions from three judges smacking the ATF right upside the head with a rolled up copy of the Constitution. And these rulings are strong enough as they move forward that I think, uh, as we predicted, this wasn't going to fly. It's just not going to fly. It's wrong at every level. They know it, we know it, and the judges know it. The question now is, is the ATF going to try to enforce something with these three very strong injunctions against them? What do you think?
2: Um, you know, I, I have several thoughts about this. One, and you could probably answer Is are all three of these uh, injunctions in the Fifth Circuit?
0: I believe I think two of them are. I think the third one is, too, because Texas all and you're going to like this one, because the clarification on the GOA one. Yeah. Applies to all Texans. Correct. Because it's a Texas case. Yep. So if you live in Texas, you don't even have to be a member of one of these organizations. So let me I'm glad you mentioned that. Because I said you had to be a member of GOA, SAF, FPC, or one of the individual defendants. And that was brought to my attention just a few minutes ago that Texas, because your AG filed suit as well, that makes all Texans a party to this suit. So if you are listening in the great state of Texas, Houston, you're tuned in now and a number of other stations. Congratulations. You're a party to that suit, and the ATF can't touch you. Now, there are many other suits going on around the country in regards to this. So I fully expect to see additional rulings very similar to this across the country. Yet a number of Republicans, uh, Republican states and AGs file suit against the ATF in this particular case. So this thing's going down. The question is, what will the ATF do, do outside that circuit and outside the members of these organizations? And I'm a member of all three of the organizations. The only thing I don't have under my belt is I don't live in Texas. Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't, doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'm in Georgia and I'm still covered. Sure. So, you know, what do we think they're going to do outside the scope of those rulings? I put nothing past Dettelbach in the ATF. And, you know, a wounded animal fights hard. Uh, they do. And,
2: you know, my my biggest problem here is an agency that's just creating a rule. It wasn't even legislation that was passed right. by Congress. It's just something they put on paper. And everybody's like, oh, we got to abide by it. And, and you've got these. Uh, yeah, we these... talked
0: about that yesterday.
2: Oh, yay, I got my free tax stamp. Yeah. And, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like. I everybody should know that this is just you should just blatantly disregard these people because they can't just make a rule within their agency and decide that that now is the
0: law to go throughout the rest of the nation. That's not really how it works. No. And that's you're correct about that. We know that. And these three judges know that as well. Yeah. The problem is. As the regulatory agency, the ATF, is going to do what they do until the court smack them down. And as an individual, we have to ask ourselves the question, am I willing to be? And we have to ask ourselves this question in a lot of instances we carry a firearm. Do I want to be the test case? Mm. Are you willing to be that test case? Are you willing to get charged with a federal felony and stare down the barrel of a 10-year jail sentence at this point in your life, wherever you may be in your life right now? Now, I can promise you this. There's never a good time to have a flat tire when you're behind the wheel of a car. Never. No. Because you're going somewhere for a reason. Even if you're just going for a Sunday drive, you don't say, well, sure, I'm glad we had that flat tire, but we were out on a Sunday drive. There's never a good time for a flat tire, period. There's never a good time to be the test case. You don't want to be, unless you're willing, and it doesn't bother you to be charged with a federal felony, that's not the position you want to find yourself in. So that becomes the question. What do you as the individual do here, right? Yeah, this do you. Well, that's the problem, Greg, because this, they will this weaponized agency enforce this. We're, we're going to have to find out. This is the problem. And this is a phrase
2: that everybody here will understand is uh, uh, when the people fear their government, there is tyranny. When the government fears their people, there is liberty. And at some point, you have to decide what side are you going to allow to continue. Are you going to allow uh, tyranny to continue, or are you going to allow
0: your liberty to continue? And sometimes liberty comes at a great cost. Yeah, and I made it clear. I'm not telling you what to do, ladies and gentlemen. I told you what I did, which was nothing. Absolutely nothing. not giving anybody anything I have, especially when I bought it lawfully. That's just me. And I happen to be covered by this. So... You know, it it could have gone the other way. Right? Yeah. And I wouldn't have been covered. I would be asking myself that same question. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? According to the AFT, because that's what Joe Biden calls it. It Not to
3: confuse you.
0: There you go. When he's standing up. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't say that when he's flat on his face. He says, somebody help me up. But nonetheless... Go ahead. I, I just was having a rendition of all the commercials from
2: back in the days of the help I've fallen and I can't get up and Joe Biden would be an excellent spokesperson
0: for that product. Mm. Oh yeah, that's it, a whole different show. Yeah, it was funny in my head. I can't wait to watch some pundits talk about this tonight. (laughs) It was funny in your head. I'm sure lots of things are funny in your head, things we can't talk about. So let's move forward. (laughs) As AWR would say. Who, By the way, I just spoke to AWR is taping right now for Newsmax. So you can watch AWR on Newsmax today. Yeah, there we go. So moving on. He happens to be in Texas. So we checked his video for him during the break. And uh, he'll be on Newsmax today talking about, no doubt, I would bet you this very topic. On newsmax atf oh yeah no question because it is the topic of the day that's what he does that's what he does nobody does it better nobody does it better and of course we'll be talking with him on sunday when he gets done playing out there in texas and he's not out there playing in texas his beautiful daughter is doing her orientation at school for college just like my son did on tuesday oh very cool good for her graduate and then move on to the next part of your life like within 24 hours (laughs) no breaks (laughs) yeah all right so As we move on here, i want to talk with you a little bit about the Catholic Church. But before I do that, a happy ending story popped up in my alert during the break. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'm going to read you part of the story first and then go to the headline. Okay. Because the headline is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. It it happened in Little Rock, Arkansas. Ah. Today. Great place for a happy ending. What was reported today. Yeah. Great place. I love Little Rock. I've been there many times. I've been through there a few times. I haven't ever spent. There's any some time. really good restaurants downtown. It, there really is. But let's 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 go here briefly. A man is in critical condition after attempting to rob a couple at a parking deck in Little Rock, Arkansas, according to Little Rock police. Now, why do you think that robber's in critical condition? <laughs> you um, have them a guess? Did, did he have a fall? Maybe did the did did somebody in the car who he was family was trying oh. to throw a rock at him? Oh no. But Markevius King, thirty-seven years old. Mm. This happened over Memorial Day. It's being reported today. Markevius. according to the according to the incident report, that's a name you don't hear that much. No. According to the incident report, the man was in the front passenger seat of the vehicle, and two minors, meaning kids, were in the back seat as he was attempting to load a wagon onto the roof. The father, okay. So you know, picture this. You got your wife and kids, wife's in the car, kids are in the back, and dad's trying to load a wagon that he probably picked up for the kids that are in the car, right? Yeah. It was a family outing. And he's trying to do this, family's in the car, obviously people are distracted, they're trying to get this thing to make sure that thing doesn't fall off, honey, and the kids might be screaming, who knows? But as we go to the break, we set, this, we set up this theater of the mind for you. Boy, that segment flew right by, didn't it? Good heavens. It sure did. I have to cover it when we come back. Yep. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, buckle in. That is a true <laughs> sign. <laughs> that Thursday evening is coming quicker than we thought it was going to. Boy. Woo! Wow! Okay, Greg, get off that (laughs) Zoom, Zoom button, would you? When we come back, I'll continue to tell you about the story. Then I'm going to shift gears and go to the Catholic Church. Something that bothers me, something that's very deeply personal for me. And I'll get deeply personal with you, and I think uh, many of you will understand where I'm coming from on this. And it is quite disturbing. But um, nothing shocks us anymore in this bizarro, upside-down, crazy, weird world that we live in today. We'll be back here in the Six Hour Studios on the Fort Worth Armory, Mike, by X Insurance right after this.
3: defense firearms are guaranteed for life trusted worldwide and designed engineered and manufactured right here in america daniel defense freedom passion precision
0: freedom passion and precision mark walters in the six hour studios with you fort worth armory mike on fire for you x insurance presenting all of it please go out of your way to visit all of our partners you can find them all at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. they make these conversations possible six days a week and we appreciate everything they do for us and everything you do for them as well it's why we're here Back to this uh, story about um, Little Rock, Arkansas. This uh, guy, Markevious King, 37, is in critical condition after attempting to rob a couple at a parking deck in Little Rock, Arkansas. According to the incident report, the woman was in the front passenger seat. Just, again, theater of the mind. Picture this being you and your family. Wife's in the front seat. Kids are in the back. Dad's trying to get something strapped to the car for the kids, trying to load a wagon onto the roof. Woman told cops, that, and this, there's a twist to this, Greg, that's going to shock you, I think. But uh, the woman told investigators that this Marcavius King scumbag approached the man from behind, the father, and punched him several times. So he was cold cocked. Wow. Right? Yeah. You approach somebody from behind. Well, what happens? That's what most cowards do. Yeah. So this, you know, father's there and gets popped and doesn't even see it coming and likely goes down, and the woman said that he was punched several times. Then this scumbag jumps into the driver's seat and punches the woman in the face across the driver's seat. Kid's in the car. Now, here's, here's the kicker. I love this, and let me quote from the article. Fearing for her life and the lives of her family members, the woman pulled out a pistol and shot King, hitting him in the head and neck area.
3: He went to work, and that's that.
0: One more time, AWR.
1: He went to work, and that's that. She went to work. Note and still. to mom. Note to mom, he will not be home for dinner, and uh, that's it. So <laughs> that's moving because, on.
0: Moving on. That's because he went to the ground, and that's when the woman called 911. Now, I'm reminded of the audio tape we played of Winsome Sears on Bill Maher the other day last week. Yep. You come in my home, and I'm waiting for 911 to come. I'm going to shoot you. Yep. And Bill Maher said, absolutely, me too. Who would argue with this scenario here? Would anybody argue that this woman didn't have the right to do what she did? Are there people in America that would argue against her right and her ability to? do? You see, here's the thing. You can hate guns. You can be anti-gun all day long. But how could you conceivably argue against this woman's actions? protecting her kids herself and her husband how could you argue against it and if you can't argue against it in your anti-gun you're just a hypocrite and a liar you have no convictions or you would be arguing against it that's a safe bet to make greg isn't it come on talk to me bring it on go Answer. i
2: agree that it's impossible to argue against but there's so many idiots in this country that someone would argue until you had to slap them across their face with enough facts or just to tell them to blatantly shut up because they're stupid, don't know what they're talking about that they they would waste your time and your brain power to argue against them uh for you to in turn just tell them you're stupid, shut up i I don't have time for you
0: well it's it's reminiscent of when I had the conversation with a survivor of the Virginia Tech shooting, and the kid that I was talking to was shot four times and survived mm-hmm. thirty two of his classmates did not did not and i asked him point blank politely in a conversation in a green room prior to making an appearance on fox news if we could wake up your classmates and tell them in 10 minutes this is going to happen to them they're going to be murdered and offer them the opportunity to possess a firearm to defend themselves what do you think they would say and the response, he said, and I quote, Mark, more guns are not the answer. That was his response to me. They never have a direct answer. It, well, of course not. That's a dodge. That's a flat out dodge. More guns are not the answer. To me, I, you know, I could have responded with, you are absolutely not being serious. So I said, with a follow-up, do you not believe that your colleagues, knowing that they were going to be murdered in 10 minutes and presented an option wouldn't say to themselves, hey, I want to graduate from Virginia Tech. I want to get my degree. I want to start my life. I want to marry my girlfriend. I want to marry my boyfriend. I want to go home for the summer. I want to take that new job. I want to begin my life. Or do you think they'd say, no, I'd rather be slaughtered. I don't want a chance. More guns are not the answer. That was the second time it came back to me. I walked away from the conversation at that point because, you know, I'm not going to sit there and get into an argument. That wasn't the place or time to do it. It's pointless. But I knew that I had won the argument because it's not an argument. And that's why I said it was reminiscent who would argue against this woman's right to do this? Who would argue against this woman's right to have the pistol lawfully on her possession for this exact scenario? It's why she has it. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have it so that when her husband is done putting the wagon on top of the car, they can go rob the liquor store on the way home because they spent all their money on a wagon and they need some Jack Daniels. They have the gun to protect against what happened to them that they never thought would happen to them, but did. And they were prepared. So if you deal with somebody that would argue against that, you're not dealing with an honest person. No, in,
2: in the words of A.W.R. Hawkins, this is someone that can't tell the difference between Thousand Island
0: dressing and a, and sp- a
2: spark plug. plug Yep,
0: And he's right. And the reason they won't do that, ladies and gentlemen, is because they will refuse to acknowledge that their political ideology is wrong. They will refuse to do it. People like that are ideologues or people like the kid I'm talking about are on someone's payroll. There's that Mm -hmm. because he was. So he can't admit it. But that's a completely legitimate question to ask someone. And it's real condescending to stand there having survived and say that about the 32 colleagues that didn't. And your comment seems to suggest they don't deserve a chance. Think about that one. Put that in that perspective. So, again... I thought, the, I thought the twist was fearing for her life and the lives of her family members. The woman said she pulled out a pistol and shot King, hitting him in the head and neck area. King went to the ground, and the woman called 911. When officers arrived, they found exactly what I would hope they would find. King on the ground outside the driver's door. In desperate need of medical attention. Because he tried to rob a family. And it didn't work. To me, that's justice. To me, that's the Second Amendment in action. That's why you've made a decision to carry a firearm, or if you haven't, maybe you should. And those of us who have made that decision, this is exactly why we do it. God bless her. God bless her family and her husband. That family's going to need counseling likely for years. They'll never get over this, ever, ever in their lives. But they survived it. And that's what matters. We'll be back. I have another happy ending story before we move to the Catholic Church. It just keeps coming to us. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Indeed, welcome back. Six Hour Studios on fire. Mark Walters in front of you on this Fort Worth Armory Platinum microphone. All of it brought to you today and every day by X Insurance. Go pick up a MyPillow Cooling 2.0, MyPillow 2.0. The things are amazing. Wherever you find them, visit MyPillow.com. Just use the promo code AAR. That's all you have to do to take advantage of the discounts and show them that you support them for supporting your right to bear arms. And you get a pillow that will blow your mind. Things incredibly comfortable. The chart for size and everything on it is super simple. It's been simplified. It's just color coded. Most of you will be green. I'll tell you that right now. So it's really easy when you get to the site to do that. And just use the promo code AAR. You take advantage of the discount. You say to my pillow, hey, thank you. For supporting my right to bear arms and for this really cool pillow, cool, literal cool pillow that I can now use and be comfortable with when the, now that the weather's starting to get warm. Trust me on this one. The thing is absolutely incredible. Use the promo code AAR at mypillow.com. All of our partners can be found at armedamericanradio.com. I promise I'm going to get to this Catholic story here, but I, I got other stories that just keep popping up on me here, Greg. Well, That that's... I kind of feel I need to go to. We'll get to it. But... I've got a couple other ones here that are just fun. Maybe because we have another happy ending story here. And this one is uh, homeowner shoots knife wielding intruder. And again, I mean, I don't even know if you have to read the rest of the story. That pretty, you know, the headline in this one is pretty straightforward. Knife wielding intruder is shot. Well, there you have it. Cue the end music. What else is there? That's what it's about. And this was in Constantine Township, Michigan. But a, uh, a home invader was shot during a home invasion up in uh, Michigan. The homeowner called saying that there was a man with a knife in the home. Homeowner shot the intruder. And when the cops got there, you, they found exactly what you would hope to find. The suspect laying outside of the home, bleeding out when he was taken to the hospital and he underwent surgery. Intruder now, suspect intruder is in stable condition. The incident is under investigation. I, I got investigation, you know, investigate who and what he is. But the homeowners not going to face charges nor should they, unless they're in New York City or some other liberal enclave. Greg, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I hope that homeowner has a good lawyer. I don't think they're going to need it. Um, in home invasion. That, that's, you know, the castle doctrine pretty much self-defense pretty much applies everywhere. I, I don't think that's going to be the case. Michigan, in that respect, um, while their governor is rabid anti gun, would, they would be very hard pressed to prosecute this homeowner. Now, again, you go to New York City, it's a whole different story. I've got a headline we're going to be covering later in the week. A guy got arrested for shooting a home invader in New York. Uh, you, you read hmm. this, and you, you can't even believe this. Am I reading this? Now, I guess there could be mitigating circumstances. They say it's a home invader. You know, was this a drug deal gone bad? I mean, did the guy know there there are some mitigating circumstances in some of these cases, but they're few and far between. So anyway, there's that. Now, I, I got to go here before we go to the Catholic story. All right. Because to me, this is sad. That yeah, I'm a dog owner, I've been a dog owner my whole life. I mean, I got little hooey, you know. My dog's so small you got to work you got to watch out for owls and hawks. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. All right, especially when she was a puppy and she was only, you know, you could pick her up, she was the size of a nerf football. We do have big owls and hawks around here. All right. So you had to, you know, had to stay with her. And you're warned about that. We also have bears roaming around the neighborhood. And we also have coyotes. Yeah, and we also have copperheads. So all that's going on. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? I live in a really nice neighborhood, and it's an HOA neighborhood, and all those bad, terrifying things still live in my neighborhood, Greg. All right. Funny how that happens, right? Yeah, yeah. Put a gate up, and all oh, everything goes away. No, it doesn't. Now, these are just natural predators doing what natural predators do. You just don't want them doing what natural predators do on your little dog. Well, there's a town in Massachusetts and the headline again says it all dog attacked, killed by coyote in Massachusetts residents demand action from who take care of your business. You know, there was a time Massachusetts residents where, you know, back during our founding days where all the colonists wouldn't have asked somebody for permit. They would have taken care of the coyote business. And not seek someone else's help. This is just liberalism, man. Oh, somebody come help us. We have a coyote problem. Shoot the coyote. Take a listen to this. A dog was reportedly attacked and killed by a coyote while it was out for a walk in a Massachusetts town. Now, this is terrible if you're a dog owner or an animal lover. Our beloved J.J. was attacked Saturday night while being walked on a leash on Colby Way. He died a few hours later at the animal hospital. The coyote was extremely aggressive and kept coming towards me after I was able to pick up my dog. I loved him to death. He was my buddy. I'm never going to forget the noises he made and taking him to the hospital and seeing him dying in front of me. It was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. Mm. It wouldn't have been. No, you know, you see, I don't even cut my grass here at the ranch down in the crick by the holler in the summertime. I don't go anywhere near that area without a Smith & Wesson J frame loaded with varmint loads. I kill copperheads out there all year. And I'm in an HOA neighborhood. And all my neighbors say is, would you kill another copperhead? Thank God. Because copperheads do move. From location to location. As far as I'm concerned, when they're on my location, they're not going anywhere. Except out in the creek. With no head. Take care of business. I can't imagine going, oh my God, run and call somebody. Let's complain to the county. We've got to get these people to do something for us. Take care of your own business. We have coyotes here. We walk in the we, along the woods all over the place around here. If a coyote's coming at me and little Huey, guess who's going to win that battle? Smith and Wesson and me. Maybe because it's Massachusetts. Maybe it's just me. But I mean, that's a horrific thing to have happen. Sure is. Think about that. It's terrible. You you'll never get that out of your mind, ever. It's horrific. This woman's had this dog for how long? 11 years or something? Mm. The a, a 15-year-old, they've had since a puppy, a little silky terrier, weighed 11 pounds. Now residents are on edge. Many are demanding the town do more to mitigate its coyote population. How about you mitigate the coyote population? Don't go walk the dog without a means to dispatch the coyote if it shows up. Except maybe in Massachusetts you get in trouble. You see, this is where I'm going with this. Good progressive liberals, right? Take a listen to the recommendations from the town. This is as news circulates about the fatal dog attack, special reports team at veterinarians.org shared what it described as ways to prevent coyote attacks. Dress your dog in a coyote vest. <laughs> okay. What? How about my answer? No, I'll shoot the coyote. Oh. Next bullet point. Coyote repellents. You can use smells such as white vinegar, wolf or other predator urine, chili or cayenne pepper to keep the coyotes in the locale away from your home. Hey, honey, when you go to the grocery store today, don't forget that urine bottle. (laughs) And bring me some extra cayenne pepper, not for the chili, but for the coyotes. Now, I have an idea. Shoot the coyote. Spicy bullet for them. Bullet point number three. Don't leave your dog outside unattended. A hungry coyote will go to great lengths to catch its prey, and a dog left alone outside is a dangerous situation. That's smart advice, but I have some further advice. When you're outside with the dog, have the means to shoot the coyote. Don't feed your dog outside. Coyotes are predators that are constantly on the lookout for food and shelter. Dog owners are also advised to avoid feeding strays or other wild animals, such as deer or rabbits, since coyotes hunt these animals. Here's a, I have a little add-on to that. While you're outside doing what you do in the yard, possess the means to shoot the coyote. And coyote fencing. Install coyote-proof fencing all around your property. Yeah, that's not expensive. I have a better idea. A bullet. Have the means to dispatch the coyote. This is not real difficult, ladies and gentlemen. On to the Catholic story when we come back. MyLocalGunShop.com, a website for gun buyers that gives you direct access to verified gun shops, their inventory, and more, regardless of your location. There are no accounts and zero fees. If you are an FFL, you can upload thousands of items within minutes, giving all Americans access to your entire inventory for one simple flat rate. MyLocalGunShop.com, an innovative new way for gun buyers and verified FFLs to connect online. Visit MyLocalGunShop.com today. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge. Knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org, crimeresearch.org. Please help us today.
5: Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers and if lawsuits arise we aggressively fight them we're the best at what we do and we've been doing it for more than 40 years we offer same day quotes and solutions so call us today or have your agent call us and let's get that target off your back for more information visit xinsurance.com
3: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. So, welcome back to the Six Hour Studios. Mark Walters on this
0: Fort Worth Armory mic for you, brought to you by X-Insurance six days a week. I, I, Greg just notifies me, and I, I'm sure it's out there. I haven't seen it yet. I'm a little bit busy right now. But Giffords is out there whining, screaming, moaning, groaning, and crying about the three just, I mean, slaps in the face to their anti-gun ruling or a, a pistol brace ruling with their ATF, uh, and good, good, I'm glad they are, let them. You know, every time the cons, they go up against the cons, they're 0-3 th- they're at the Supreme Court, okay, and having said that, that's why when I move to this Catholic story here, it, it kind of dovetails, there some, Greg, I'm glad you mentioned that, that they're whining, screaming and crying. Because there's a story uh, called, in, in a publication called Crux, Taking the Catholic Pulse. Now, I don't think for two seconds I'm not going to talk with Neil McCabe about this. Neil McCabe and I both grew up Catholic, and I have issues with the Catholic Church right now. I'll tell you about them. These are personal issues with me. But I take issue with the, with the liberal progressive positions with this church that I've watched build over the years. I was married in the Catholic Church many years ago. And I was also divorced, and I don't like what the church said about me at the time, going back many years. And I have not practiced in a Catholic church in a number of years. And I do not like the fact that the church has been political. I can't sit there and listen to progressive nonsense being preached to me when I'm in there for church. I attend another church with my family, and that bothers me. It pains me. I went to Catholic schools when I was a kid. And it's not something that I ever wanted to see happen. But I have legitimate issues, personal legitimate issues, with some positions that the Catholic Church takes. And I feel somewhat vindicated here in this today, because coming from this crux publication, which is, quote-unquote, taking the Catholic pulse, Newark Cardinal asks Americans to voluntarily forego right to guns. (laughs) Now, I want you to listen to this. Yeah, you laugh. And I know why you did. I did the same thing. It was kind of that smarky, snarky laugh myself. Because this is such an affront to millions of Americans, millions of Catholics in this nation that are having this shoved down their face, this progressive, America-hating, freedom-hating agenda shoved down their face from lots of different fronts. Now, when we go to church, we've got to be preached. against. Let me tell you what the pastor at the church I attend said. God bless the fact we have our Second Amendment rights in this country. That's what I want to hear from the pulpit. Not voluntarily give up your rights. Now, Crux started with this. Amid a mounting debate in America over the constitutionality of gun control. There's no mounting debate. Gun control is unconstitutional. I don't care how they phrase it. Why do they call it a mounting debate? Because the media is pushing a narrative. That doesn't make it so, ladies and gentlemen. Is the Second Amendment up for debate? No. The debate ended December 15, 1791. As AWR would say, moving on. There is no debate. Here's what the Cardinal had to say. I honestly believe it is the best thing we can do to change the culture of violence that threatens our country, that people should voluntarily forego their Second Amendment rights for the betterment of society. Are you kidding me? Take a listen. I continue with what the Cardinal said. Let's voluntarily set aside our rights in order to witness the truth that only peace and never violence is the way to build a free society that is lived concretely in our homes, our neighborhoods, our communities, our nation, and our world. Well, what a progressive, liberal bag of nonsense that is. Now, it's, I'm going to go farther with that in just a second. And I am carefully watching the clock. This is something I want to talk about maybe tomorrow, but definitely we'll talk about on Sunday as well. This is too important. Because this impacts millions of you if you're Catholic. And I still consider myself Catholic. I was born, raised, and baptized in the Catholic Church. First communion, a whole nine yards. Did the altar thing, the whole nine yards. The real deal. Nothing wrong with praying for an end to violence. It's what you would expect to hear. But I have a problem, a real problem. It's true that we have a Second Amendment right to bear arms. But rights always involve responsibilities. In this case... The responsibility to protect the innocent and to secure public safety and good order. That's why I have my guns, bro. So that I can protect myself and my family. In fact, I use that gun to protect myself. Issue? Let's talk about it. That's why I have it. The voluntary self-restraint. Now take this this statement here's where we're going to take this to the end. The voluntary self-restraint that I'm calling for will not solve the problem of gun violence all by itself, but it can help us change our culture. Listen to this carefully. But it can help us change our culture from one that is obsessively focused on individual's rights To a society dedicated to ensuring the common good. That's communist. That is flat out Marxism. Coming from the mouth of a Catholic cardinal. You want me to repeat that one more time? I'm going to. The voluntary self-restraint that I am calling for. That means restraining yourself from exercising your rights. Let's be clear. That's what he's saying. The voluntary self-restraint that I am calling for will not solve the problem all by itself. But it can help us change our culture from one that is obsessively focused on individuals' rights to a society dedicated to ensuring the common good. He is preaching flat-out communism. And then he continues with the please join me in praying for an end to all instances of violence, especially gun violence in our schools, churches, places of business and in the public square. Yeah, I I guess if I was smart and if my timing was better, I probably would have. The first thing that I would hear now in my ear would be Greg saying 60 seconds and I would just get out. I'm going to hear that in a few seconds anyway. But when I read that. I, my my Catholic upbringing flashed before my eyes. And I felt kind of vindicated because I've always felt this sense of guilt of, you know, maybe I'm wrong about, maybe they're not, maybe it's just one person, but it's not. It's systemic. It's coming from the top. It's coming from the Vatican. We've heard this Pope preach Marxist nonsense before. Everything from global climate crap all the way on down to America's a problem and America needs to get rid of its guns to this. And this is a cardinal literally preaching communism because what he said here essentially was you give up your rights because you're obsessively focused on your rights, which means your freedoms so that you can participate in a society where everybody is equal. We don't need these rights. Now, I'm going to be respectful to the Cardinal just because. But you know exactly where I'm coming from on this. And if it doesn't anger you, golly, uh, maybe this isn't your show. Maybe it's not your show. But I'm looking forward to talking with Neil McCabe about this. It's Going to be a tough conversation to have, but I'm going to have it with him in the roundtable on Sunday. I might even bring him in for another segment earlier beforehand to have this conversation. Enjoy the rest of your day today. Tomorrow is Greg's favorite day. It's Friday. Stay safe out there. I'll see each and every one of you on the radio tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel.